0: enlighten me the podcast everyone is talking about with your host julian where wisdom knowledge and experience meet the public
1: and we're live this is your host julian on enlighten me y'all already know what it is i guess i did an advertisement it records uh it's my first advertisement so it's pretty it's pretty cool we're at 102 countries now um all over the internet on 22 platforms now don't need to name them just check my uh link tree on my instagram sincerely underscore j or go to my facebook just type in julian jarvis um before we get started if you want to get uh you know you want to hop on a podcast just email me at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com before i get started i got two guests i got one with me and i got the boy he's back how you doing
0: pretty good man how you doing today i'm blessed i'm
1: blessed, man. So, if you can briefly introduce yourself, please.
0: Yes, my name is Sammy Rogers. I am a ex-athlete. <laughs> I used to play football, <laughs> um, but now I'm an entrepreneur. One of my main businesses is Higher Learning Institutions, which is the world's first—the world's first black-owned cannabis technical school for uh, workforce development for the cannabis industry. So that's my main business outside of that i have a few other ventures that i've been diving into and a couple books that i have written that i just have yet to publish but uh i'll get there when i get there
1: Man, that's killing and you were on the last uh, not my last podcast but you were on the polyamory polyamory podcast right yeah 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 man I, i like that one and then uh we have another guest she's here with me how you doing
2: I'm doing amazing. Thank you so much for having me.
1: All right. She's going to be sitting in the background in the queue, just asking questions throughout the podcast. And you guys already know what the title is. So Sammy, I reached out to you on Facebook. I love what you posted and it's talking about speaking life into a man. Uh, what made you post
0: that? Uh, it's, I'd like to say that uh, my ministry stems from my testimony. So not from any books, not from any self-help seminars or anything. This is just straight up from what I've been through and what I've come from. So it just literally it just it sits on my spirit, and I'm just compelled to speak to younger men. It's like I watch and I see what I went through in my 20s. Now 33, I'll be 34 in July. And it's like I believe that everything that I went through, rushing into certain things, I feel like I have the ability to wait especially the way i deliver as well when i talk to individuals um a lot of young brothers hear me and i get messages all the time like man that really meant something to me what you just said and uh, thank you for that so it's um it's just something that's just been been on my spirit for quite some time and it's actually something that i've been running from for years like i've been told all my life that i'm gonna be a teacher or i'll be a pastor or i'll be this or i'll be that and i'm like man i just want to play football So (laughs) it's like, you know, now that that I had football removed from my life, it's like, no, this is your purpose. You are to help guide young men and help groom them to be better men and better than you were. And it's like, oh, got it. So here we are.
2: I love that. I love how you just shared that. Thank you so much.
0: My pleasure.
1: And it's wild that you say that, because I've reached out to two young men. I have a couple men that reach out to me, young young men, of course. And they've been asking like for guidance too long, dating, um, investing, where they should be saving, what they should be doing, the type of women they should have around them. Mm. So we'll have to definitely partner up, or I can send them your way, and we can start a group and go from there. Yeah.
0: Hey, most definitely. That's what it's all about. Like, I, mm-hmm. uh, one of my biggest things is I look out into this world and I'm like, yo, us men, especially us black men, I mean, all men are welcome, of course, but my focus is young men that look like me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, it's, you know, we don't have those safe havens and those places where we can be vulnerable and have intimate conversations and express what's on our chest and get that shit out so we're not walking around this world angry mm. you know what i'm saying because stress kills 120 some thousand people a year
2: yeah, a so year yeah.
0: you know what i'm saying it's like nah. how can i help alleviate some of that so my goal and my purpose is to help remove some of the stress and trauma from my environment as best as i can before i leave this earth mm. that's the least that i can do so
1: no, I believe that. It's yeah. crazy because I started a men's group, the Intellectual Gentleman. I don't know if I sent you an invite, probably. I think I added you after. Um, it has like 700 and something men in it. And people were shocked and called me all different times and names because I just said it's men only. I was like, men need these type of outlets. They need to be together. Because a lot of men say, I guess, them expressing emotion to other men, they won't do it. That's why men com- more men commit suicide, because they just don't feel the need to express their feelings. or They're not supposed to express their feelings. So I opened this group up to a lot of men, and then people were ridiculing me because it was only men.
0: And it's going to be like that. I don't care. Oh, yeah. We got rid of the field, uh, We had to started a nonprofit here in Pontiac called Community Leadership Coalition. And it was just all about men taking their space as men and helping lead our community. And, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of, you know, women have something to say, but I I make it very clear if I'm speaking to men and I'm speaking about men and I'm addressing men, women just respectfully sit there and be quiet. You can listen all you want, but your input is not needed. I'm not talking to you. I'm literally talking to men and I'm speaking to them for a reason. And it's like that's some of the order that we lost within our community. It's like, and then people will call it misogynistic, and it's not misogynistic. I'm not degrading you, woman. I'm not disrespecting you. I'm literally helping to correct and guide the steps of men. That's mm-hmm. it. That's that it. extra lip, that extra feedback, I don't need it. I don't care about the attitude. I tell people all the time, man, when I'm talking, I don't care about how you feel. How you feel, the moment your, your, your response, well, I just feel. Uh-huh. Yeah, there it is. Conversation over Mm -hmm. because I didn't ask you how you feel (laughs) that that is the least of my worries so you know I've been I've been there too man it'd it'd be women that would come in and say oh well I just feel or I think I didn't ask you I I didn't I didn't even ask I didn't even pose the question to women I'm literally speaking to men you know so I
1: I didn't ask a question so why why are you trying to answer something like that
0: yeah like I'm not here to debate And they get mad, like, you got an attitude. That's not attitude. I'm standing on something, y'all. You just don't understand what what it's like to confront or be in front of a man that stands on something. And that throws a lot of people off, men and women, you know what I'm saying? But especially women, but men who've never been in front of a man who stands on something. It's like it throws them off. And it's like I had to get back to standing on because people understand, man, I speak from a place of falling and getting back up. And that's where I'm at in my life. Like, man, we once we get the dive deeper, man, I'm, I'm more than willing to tell, tell my story.
1: Oh, yeah. See, and it's crazy because back in the day, probably not like three years ago, a lot of women would come to me like, you intimidate, you intimidate me. And I thought it was a problem. And I said this on a couple of podcasts. And then I heard it again. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to be the best man I can. And mm-hmm. fit, you know, focused, trying to grind and build a little empire. So I, I took a step back and my sister told me, she's like, they're just not used to a man knowing what he wants to speak in his mind. So they don't know how to act. Yeah. And Tim funny me funny,
0: man. Man. <laughs> I
1: don't
0: know if any of y'all follow uh, Kendra G on IG or Facebook, but she has this uh thing on her IG and Facebook, and I think YouTube as well, about uh, introducing singles. And hmm. um she will have some good, solid brothers on there, man. And they They'll say what they want. They'll address their standards. But then when you go into the comments section, you will see women saying, oh, he's suspect or, oh, he probably don't like black women or, oh, he look gay. And like all these things just because a man stands on something and they don't fit the bill or because they don't fit into the standard that this man is requiring to be with him. It's like they start attacking uh, our sexuality or they be like, oh, he's intimidating or, oh, he seemed like he's born or, oh, and it's like, Nah, you just don't fit the bill, baby And that's okay, everybody ain't everybody ain't gonna be Your cup of tea that well, don't mean You gotta thing. try to slander somebody, you know what I'm saying And that's the biggest thing and A lot of people have struggles with that, man, minding their business I took people all the time, man, you would never see me Going to a, a, a fur baby Convention and telling them That that shit is weird That ain't my <laughs> that ain't my thing, that ain't my lane It ain't go it gonna make or break my life So why am I about to go over there And speak to them people and tell them what they doing is wrong I'm not gonna do that that's their life. That's what they choose to do. And that's the example that I give when people like to butt into certain things or they like to speak negatively upon something that someone else is into. It's like, nah, leave that shit alone. If it doesn't, if it doesn't apply, let it fly. Simple as that, man.
1: What I always wondered is, when women are like that, someone proved this a good point. They'll, they'll talk about a man's sexuality, but they're okay with raising a boy like that. So I'm like, you're contradicting yourself. You're, you're making fun of me for supposedly being gay, but you're okay with raising a gay child. So what what are we doing here? And people are probably going to hate me for this,
0: but I mean, that's what it is. I'm trying that to find anything and everything. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> Man, exactly no what it is. It's like, y'all okay with all of this, but you know, and it's like kind of what I was talking about when we did the poly conversation, you know, when I was saying how, you know, there's a lot of women that talk about it and uh, they say love is love. But in the moment, somebody talk about poly. Oh, y'all stupid. All this and y'all that is like, really? Like, you you go tell somebody else that they can't possibly love more than one person or this and that. And it's like just stop it. Like it's the and both men and women. And it's like I just like if y'all don't have the information, if y'all have not done just the, a bit of homework upon a subject and you're choosing to speak on it, this is not a debate whatsoever. This is literally just you being loud and wrong. And you're getting some information that you can potentially use, but you're so ignorant that you just its literally just is like throwing a rock at a wall and it's just going to bounce and just going to fall right where it is. So it's, it's, it becomes pointless at a lot of times, especially when it comes to a lot of things in life. So I can't even say, when, especially when it comes to it's just pretty much anything in life. You know, we're just going to have that group of people that just have to voice their opinions and their feelings and what they think. But it's like, OK, what you think goes literally as far as what you know. And if you believe something, that mean, you don't know it. So
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. it matters, man.
1: So I want to I want I to go back to your little uh, Facebook. OK, this is the post that uh, this is the reason we derived this podcast. He who finds a wife finds a good thing. But let's be clear, just because you married her don't mean she's your wife. What I'm saying is we, don't, we sometimes try to rush into the finish line and not fully vet these women we seek to make our wives. We try to make a woman we find visually or sexually appealing and make them ours. Meanwhile, she doesn't nourish the soul. She doesn't speak life into you. She doesn't fill the cup. She doesn't truly make life around you better. She probably isn't that good with children. She no longer is standing friendships, bad credit, bad debt. Yeah, you've been around that. No home skills, terrible soft skills. Plus, she... Plus, you're not even really the guy that she truly wants. What is speaking life? That's what I want to know.
0: It, my grandmothers taught me a long time ago that it is not what you say, and it's how you say it. You know? And for example, if you if you see me and I do something and you feel like it's not something that you are in agreement with, there's a huge difference. To saying, "You stupid motherf—," this, and- or, "Hey babe, um, can we talk for a minute? Because there was something that has happened, and I would just like to address it." Yeah. And X, Y, Z. That's two totally different tones. That's two totally different approaches. And you will get more from a man when you speak to him and not at him. And then there's just ways where you can encourage a man. Like if you're seeing that your man is literally just he's hustling, he's grinding and he's out here and he's doing the best he can to be the best he can and continue to grow. There's ways that you can just encourage him. I ain't saying you gotta gas him up and lie to him and hide no, but there's ways that you can literally just talk to that man and just encourage him, like acknowledge him that you see the efforts you see and i've learned and i've and i've been a witness to this my damn self man the woman who speaks to me a certain way gets so much more out of oh, me definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> so much more out of me like you sit there you say this and that to me it ain't even about hyping me up it's just literally the fact that you just acknowledge exactly and appreciate what i'm doing i'm all about respect and appreciation that love shit it is what it is. Respect and appreciation the way certain women speak to me is like it's You know, they just see who I am they acknowledge who I am and and, and it ain't about the money. It ain't about any of these things. It's these, those small intangible things, you know, that, that walk around the house at night to make sure all things is locked up. That extra assistance that you will need when it comes to, if you're working, it's like, boom, okay, I got this laundry. I'm knocking out the load. So make sure you got some fresh clothes as well. Like, Mm. Just that extra that extra step. If I know you working late, I'm not about to worry about you cooking dinner. I'm going to cook dinner or I'm going to buy dinner and make sure that you got some food when you come home. Just these small intangibles. Uh, you never having to worry about changing your oil when you're with me. You never yeah. having to worry about, you know, changing your tires. I got that. You never having to worry about your gas being on E. I make That's sure that right. it's full. Things, things, that, things that I've done within my marriage um my previous managers like these small intangible things that that just get overlooked and it's like you just do it just just something that you just do but when it's not being appreciated it's like what the what, what the hell am i doing That's and i don't expected. even reckon, i don't even really do it for the honors and the and the applause or anything it's just that when you when you doing these things but what you're receiving on the back end is like hold on wait a minute then you start to analyze everything cuz yeah. Usually you just do it just because, okay, I fuck with this individual. I married this individual. These are the things that I want to do for this woman as my wife. But then when you're having to deal with being talked to like a dog or being called out of your name, like and you try to you try to forgive and move fast because you're like, oh, this is how her mama talked to me and this is how her stepmama talked to her daddy. This is what she's been groomed at. And it's like you try to help fix that. And it's like that's another mistake that we as men make. We try to be Superman to a lot of these women. Oh man! Again, I'm again. I'm speaking from a place of experience, brother. Yeah, I've been I was there too. Fan. I've been there too. So it's like when we when we graduate from trying to be a nice guy and understand that you better be a good man instead of a nice guy, because we understand the etymology of the word "nice" means stupid and all these other different negative things. When you dive into etymology, and then when you go into you know being a simp it's like you're just trying to rescue women and I have this this thing because of what I seen what my mom went through was like oh yeah, I, I want to make that. sure uh, I treat a woman that I see that went through the shit that my mom went through I want to rescue her from having to deal with that for the rest of her life but it's like that woman ain't ready for that and one you ain't the brother that she want to save her, and save her. you know what I'm saying so it's like I can like for example you know my last my previous marriage it's like in the beginning we sat down right and we we went through the, and we checked the we, we wrote down this list of things that we want to accomplish as a couple right and previously and this is why vetting women is very important this is why I said that in that post about vetting women and you want to really dive into them you know what I'm saying because women will tell you any goddamn thing you know what I'm saying I, I seen a woman that said my body count is whatever the hell I'd say my body count is sounds about five. Um, <laughs> And, and, but J. Cole told us, you know, whenever she said, you know, so you got to multiply by three. So oh,
1: I'm too far there.
0: And <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, you know, we had, we sat down, man. And, uh, we went through this, this, we made this list and he, all these things that we want to accomplish. We want to start businesses. We want to own a house. We want to travel so on and so forth. All these things that we said we want to do on this list. Right. So, we get married and boom, I start trying to attack this list. I'm 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 I got this list in my head and I'm like, "Okay, bet, this is what I want to do." Of course, there were certain roadblocks that came, you know what I'm saying, from my my first wife when she saw that I was happy and I moved on, she I went to go visit my kids, and she said, "Oh, you look happy." And she put me on child support within like 2 months. I damn. um, man, look. <laughs> <laughs> my life God, is brief. So she went out there, she said, I look happy. Boom. Next thing, you know, I ended up on child support. It all comes out that she just really missed me and was ha- hated that I moved on. That's that's, uh, uh, that's backwards. So now, you know, I had to deal with, you know, digging myself out of that little hole that I had because I ended up with freaking arrears um, just because they want the back date from when she left Michigan as opposed to when she filed to start the child support. But that's that's a whole different conversation um so you know i made my way up out of there and i started my businesses so i started a couple businesses right so the first business i started was a nonprofit called drugs do right until goodness shows and it was about you know it was really to help younger children kids high school kids um that may battle with uh drug addiction and so on and so forth to help give them an outlet in more creative spaces right so i'm doing all the work I'm uh I'm I'm taking kids on field trips. I'm I partner with um my guy Max Maine out of Pontiac and his wife Aisha Brenner, his ex wife Aisha Brenner. Um, and we were taking uh, children to field trips. We going to we going to art museums, we doing all these different things that we're doing, road trip, whatever. We're just we're active, you know what I'm saying? And we're I'm going to speak in schools, all of these things. Can you guess where my wife was?
1: On the couch? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Nowhere to be oh, seen. Nah. Oh no. Nah. But this is what she said she wanted to do, right? But yet she literally helped with nothing with that business. But this is something that she said she wanted to do. Oh, I want to do nonprofit. I want to work with kids. So, so, so far, good. What,
1: what you think was she trying to do that just to get you? Because that happened. I have to
0: no times. idea, man. But guess what? I did. My jacket I went and I started that business. And then I started not only did I start the nonprofit, I started another business because she was like, I want our families to work together and this and that. We combine our family. I said, cool, let me do this. So I created a business. Her family last name is Jewel. My family last name is Rogers. I created a, comp- a corporation, Rogers Jewel Incorporated. And can you imagine how many meetings we had? Not one. I mm-hmm. I literally put together a PowerPoint presentation and at my family reunion. You know what I'm saying? I presented it to my family. My family was down. We had things. I had a cousin who was willing to put his credit on the line. Everything. Like I literally was doing the work, right? And and building the building a foundation. She did again nothing. Fast forward. Nope. Um those businesses didn't pretty much go anywhere. Uh I I walked out of nonprofit because I'm like, Well shit, I can't do all of this. And these other things that I'm trying to start as well because she out clubbing her on.
1: And, like, on the weekends where she spending money. What was she doing? Nah, she week? was
0: just, she she was just chilling on her, in her phone. Who knows? Who knows? Oh, God oh, knows yeah. what she was really doing in yeah, that phone. Right. But, um, so it's like, you know, I ended up, uh, you know, focusing on the cannabis industry. Cause that was what I was really want to focus on. I was starting those companies so that she can focus on those companies. Nothing ever happened. Oh no! Nah. So then I then went off and I said I started focusing on my cannabis industry. So I'm up late. I'm writing my business plans. I wrote seven different business plans for seven different businesses within the cannabis industry. And I'm out here in all these different events. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm like, hey, babe, uh, I got this event. I really want you there with me. You know, I want my wife with me. She came to not one event, not one.
1: How long were you married for? How, how long was
0: this? We were around? together for five. We were married for five years together for six. And when did you start the business? Probably like a year in. I started the biz. I started the first two businesses within the first. Before we even said our I do's. I oh, started nah, the business.
1: I, I would have walked away. Well, you well, get I
0: I'm, hear me, me I'm, the wedding. I'm, we, 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 we about to get there, bro. Oh, so. No. We. <laughs> this is why I say I was a simp, right? So, I just said, "All right, forget it. You know what I'm saying, I put those businesses on 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 ice, and I just focused on working until I you know build the other business that I want to focus on so fast forward we get married um, and then just shit just started happening. So on our honeymoon <laughs> on our honeymoon, she started a fight um mm. I like just I I go all in. She she loves flowers, right? hmm So she say. So we went to this these these nice hotels and I made sure I had bouquet of flowers all throughout the room in both rooms that we went to. First we went to this, this room in northern Michigan, beautiful on a lake. We got that the lake view suite. Candles and everything. Water Everything laid out. Had had the bubble bath ready for before we got there. Had the rose petals all of it. Had everything set up for when we got there. They had the cake on the counter. They had the flowers all throughout. They had everything set up for us. Like I paid an event. I I, I called them up. Had everything set up. That woman didn't take not a single vase of flowers home. That's one. But Mm. yet you like flowers. Two. We get there the very first night. The first thing she wanted to do was fight about women liking my post about my wife, her, on Facebook. Oh, no. Nah. I would have left Who her at the is hotel. Her? Who is this? Who is this? Who is I this? I would have left Did her at the hotel. Her? Did you fuck her? Did you fuck? I'm like, are you serious? This is what we're talking about today? This is what we're talking about. I'm like, wow. I'm like, you're talking about women that's on Facebook. None of these women have my phone number. We're talking about women that's on Facebook. Like, that's your that's your
1: mother. What are you talking about? That's
0: your mother that like that. So you know that was that issue, and boom, I was like, all right, cool, I forgave it, I flushed it. You know what I'm saying? Boom, we get back home, and we uh, she needed her um, some she needed some done with her car. I take it to go get fixed. Um, at the time I was uh, I had two jobs, and one of my jobs I was a night auditor at uh, for the, for the courtyard hotel, and so I worked overnight. And uh, so, you know, I had hotel discounts and everything. So one of my boys hit me up while I'm working on, you know, getting at the shop, we getting our car fixed. One of my boys like, hey, yo, I need a discount on a room. I'm like, well, I'm not by my computer right now, but if you come pick me up, I can take you to the hotel and I can put my code in and get you a discount for you. He wants to take his kids swimming. Yeah, we got iPhones at the time. She pulls up my location and shows I'm at the hotel. I can understand and see why you will be pissed. But, baby, yeah. there's a way you can come to me and just knowing who your man is, right? Oh, you sorry ass nigga, you bitch ass nigga, you fuck you this, you cheating ass, lying ass, dog ass, bitch ass, like just all this, just talking to me like a dog. And I'm like, hey, let's down, look at the video I just sent you. I'm sent to her current video. I'm with my boy Max. These are his children. He wanted to bring his kids swimming. This is why I'm at this hotel right now. I'm literally going back to the car in a minute. But I just came to check them into the hotel. She wasn't trying to hear it. She was still yelling, cussing, fighting, talking to me like a dog. I'm like, whatever. I deal with that when I get home. Yeah. Man, I pull up to the house. I walk in the house. This woman swings on me in the kitchen. Oh, nah. I'm like you know what this ain't it so I'm holding her down I'm like look nothing has happened can you watch the video please watch the video that has all the proof you're still mad you did not even want to watch the video so now you sitting here still mad and you, now you don't want to talk to me for like a week almost two weeks you don't want to talk to me I like why are you even damn still bills? mad you know what I'm saying? where like, you meet
1: where did you meet this girl like none of these none of these things there has to be
0: some signs in the beginning there's always signs me me and this woman this is where i say i was a simp so me and this woman were co-workers originally right i seen what she was going through with her ex oh, God. and um like she actually was cool she encouraged me to go because when my uh first wife when she you know uh left with the kids with my son actually because i only had the son at the time when she had left with my son and she was like you should go out to massachusetts go be with your family this and that she was like encouraging you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like go go be with your family and boom we was we was just cool we just always had a cool work relationship you get what i'm saying so then when now i'm like done with my you know I me mean, I, li- I left my first wife and she ends up hitting me up on facebook like two years later we ended up, you know, relinking up and went out on a couple dates and boom. But I didn't vet her long enough because we relinked in June of 2016. And boom, she ended up moving in with me in September of 2016. You get know what I'm saying? So it moved mm-hmm. too damn fast. I need you to see, see her man. mad.
1: I need to see her angry. I need to see her yeah, at the time of the she...
0: month. Yeah, All we right. moved in. We moved in too fast, bro. And um, so what ended up happening was, like I said, she uh, I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't vet her well enough. You know what I'm saying? So that's pretty much how that took place. It just, it just wasn't vetted well enough. And um, so we got that through that situation. The next situation, where she tried to put her hands on me again, was her mother called me asking me about her daughter. Her daughter was living with her dad at the time. And something was going on with her health and her, her, her stepmom called me like, hey, you need to do something and get Sky back home with her mom and blase spleen. And I'm like, hey, look here. I'm hey." she said, no, that is your responsibility. You you with her, ain't you? You her man, ain't you? I said, so you trying to like pull that card, huh? I said, look, I'm gonna tell you like I told your daughter. If it's that big of a problem, go get her. Go get her. How but, old were you, man? I'm I'm confused. How old were you? 26, 24, 22. I was 26, 27 at the time. Ain't no way. Ain't yeah. I mean, nobody told I'm you sure as soon as she up
1: puts up. her hands on
0: you, or swings on you that you should. Man, listen, I should have. Here's the here's the kicker. So Some people like that talk to though. She got she got mad right because I talked to her mom. I was like, you talking behind my back and this and that. And we outside in the driveway. I'm like, no one is talking behind your back. I told her the same thing I told you. If it's Tell that, your daddy too go yeah. get her and I'm gonna say the same thing to everybody if it's that big of a problem get her like don't bring no me way. and tell me if y'all don't want me to go get her Cause I'll go get her so we sit there and we're in this driveway and I'm holding her down on the ground telling her like hey this is the last time you put your goddamn hands on me now and the following week I left and I went to Atlanta so I, w- I drove my aunt to Alabama to see her dad and I went over to Atlanta and I chilled in a hotel room just linked up with one of my boy Brandon my boy down there in Atlanta. And we just, you know, just talked I had the vent, get that shit off my chest, man. I came back and I came back and I was like, I want an annulment. Let's let's just go ahead and annul this wedding, this marriage, and be guards every ways. So when I say she put on the best goddamn performance, I would have given her an Oscar.
1: Oh, she ain't try to stab you.
0: That's what I'm surprised. Oh about no, that. just crying and apologizing and all of these things. Oh, I'm sorry. I would never just fake fake as hell fake as hell because my stupid ass Springer. oh you took her oh, I, I fell for it and oh. I fell no, I ain't gonna for lie. I've been around that block I ain't gonna <laughs> lie I've been yeah, around that block. fell, fell for it fell for it man and messed wrong, around baby? got her pregnant right after that oh yeah I really went for it man And I we got my son right here next to me oh. but um it's just you know it was just those things and it's like after that the wedding our marriage has got worse and worse because now I started this business. I wanted these events, she's not showing up. So now mm-hmm. I can't even get my wife to show up for me. And then boom, once I'm in this pitch competition to win this this money where I won hundred thousand dollars, oh she was right there. She was right there. Mm-hmm. And what my simp, ass, what did my simp ass do? The first hey, baby, thing I was 90K. Did was bought her the first thing I did was bought her a gift. Bought her a gift just for being with me still. You know what I'm saying? Sticking it in the, sticking it out. I bought her a jewelry set. She wanted some rose gold jewelry. So I bought her the the bracelet, the necklace, and the earrings.
1: We got got her flowers again.
0: $20 flowers. Maybe $120 But not only that, though, man. Not only that. Now I'm back to my list, right? This woman has never been on an airplane before. What I do? Put on her first airplane ride. Where do we go? We went to Phoenix to go see her sister. We went to Vegas. And I took her over to Cali. All these places she's never been. I knocked that shit out in a week, two weeks, and we get we get to these hotels. When I say the sex is just dry, ain't nothing going on. Oh no, it's like it's just it's just dead. It's bland. Um, just nothing is just. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, what the fuck I get married for? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and what really got me was when uh we she took an edible. And she said when she took the edible, someone was telling her to just leave. <laughs> and I was like, Damn, I should've listened to you then. Cause when you're high, drunk, mad, them truths come out. Them truths come out. Yeah, I would have started packing her bags for her. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, man. So long story short, man, we we're going through this divorce process. Hopefully we'll be finalized in May and boom. I'm 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 happy. Just happy as I've been. I dropped sixty pounds. Um, Congrats. back Congrats. me, um, I'm I'm back in this creative space. I wrote the book, um, for my Legend of Twelve, which is an anime series that I want to create, but I wrote it as a book first, and um, just been doing a lot of different things, man. I, I wrote, been writing some scripts for some film. I just want to, I just tap back into my creativity, things that fueled me that I stopped doing, you know, the things that I was sitting, I was so focused on trying to make somebody else happy to where I put my happiness on the back burner, and that's one of my biggest messages that I give to these young men like bruh mm-hmm. you want to love from a place of abundance you want to be so madly in love with yourself first mm-hmm. that whoever it is that comes into your world you're literally just sharing from a place of abundance you're just splitting you're just sharing some of your profits mm-hmm. you're not going bankrupt you're not losing you literally just sharing from a place of abundance to so where if they do anything that doesn't fit you or in line with you it doesn't hurt you It doesn't bother you. You just simply gracefully tell them, hey, this ain't it.
2: Goodbye.
0: That's what I had to learn.
2: Yes.
0: And it's like, I'm 33. Last year was the first time I told myself that I love me Mm -hmm. since Hmm. I was 12 years old. It's been over 20 years since I told myself that I love you. I believe it when when I was 12, I was in this choir, man, we were singing this song called I Love Myself. And that's the last time I ever said I love me. That's the last time I ever said it. And I cried. I had to look myself in the mirror and tell myself like you're the problem, but you're also the solution.
2: Awesome.
0: And everything in my life switched. I got the journaling, I got the writing down what I will have, what I will have, what I'm worthy of. I never felt like I was worthy of certain things. So now I'm telling myself that I'm worthy of this. I'm worthy of that. I'm worthy. I close all my journals out with I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy of peace. I'm worthy of grace. I'm worthy of greatness. I am peace. I am love. I am I'm greatness.
1: I'm going to post that to and you. Right. I understand.
0: I write these things down and it just started to become reality for me. And I wrote down the type of women I want and so on and so forth. And when I say they just started falling out of the sky, Mm
2: -hmm. it's like
0: the heavens opened up. Like, this is what's been coming down. I got to write down what I wanted in business. I just secured a freaking contract with the city of Muskegon out here in Michigan. Like, I'm just writing down all the things that I want and they're literally just coming. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, it's, it's really power in this. Now imagine having a woman with you that speaks like that to you. Have, oh, imagine having a woman that prays over you. This woman never prayed over me. We've been together for six years. This woman never prayed over me. She never prayed over our union. I said I would never have a woman again that has never that don't pray over us. I would never have another woman that does not meditate with me. I would never have another woman that does not like connect with me on an intimate level. I spent six years in a marriage with minimum kissing. I'm a very intimate and affectionate person and no kissing is like death to me. Like oh, I have yeah, to kiss, uh, yeah. you know what, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And it's like physical touch, quality time. See a lot of women think because they're with you that, Oh, that's good enough. No, the time needs to be quality. I don't give a fuck about you just being in my goddamn house. How is the time how quality is that time that you that you're spending with me? Are you, are you like, are you inspiring me to be better? Are you, am, 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 when I'm with you, do I wanna do I wanna be the best that I can be? And it's like these are the things that I ask myself over and over when I'm with certain women, and it's like the answer was no, quite a bit with her. Yes. I, I just
1: didn't feel and That's where I simp at too. I used, to, oh, I used to simp. I used to be like, all right, Leeway, this is what I'm trying to build because I like businesses. I'm trying to build business. I'm trying to build my body on things. And I meet women that were intrigued by it. So they put on a facade in the beginning, but they, you know nobody can maintain that after what, 60 to 90 days. And I, and I still stayed around a little bit, but then I just, I just couldn't. So I started to just tell them like, yo, this is not going to work. And of course they're like, uh, you're toxic because I was, I was informing them on how I felt about them and that it's not going to work because I, like, I could have cheated on you but I'm letting you know this is not going to work because that's what a man should do and I think communication is keen to a, to it as a person, period. And they got upset about that. Even the women I, t- I talked to what was in dating now, like they, they, they don't speak life into me. They don't encourage me. They don't appreciate, acknowledge or respect certain things. So I, I just gravitate away from them. I let them know I communicate that, and then they can't sustain that. And that—that's just what it is. And You're it,
0: a I mean, better man than me, because really? I'm gonna tell you right now. Thank I cheated on you. my God. wife.
2: Oh, Hell said, yeah! Man. Oh, I cheated. I mean, um,
0: I I'm not I proud of it. it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm not. Pr- I'm not proud of it. I felt like I lowered myself. I was so angry and bitter, and and just because And I'm not gonna say the reason I cheated. The reason I cheated is because I was angry and bitter. Um it, it no, happened the, the last me. the last straw for me honestly was a. Uh, I i had bought this house that she wanted her brother was us uh, was renovating the house he was running out of money and um i took it over right on a land contract and i'm in the middle of renovating this house so i'm fifteen thousand dollars down i've been paying this dude a thousand dollars a month and then on top of that i had um you know, dumped about $30,000 into the renovation, finishing the painting, finishing the bedrooms, dry all of that stuff, finishing all this work and um, put new carpet throughout. All of these things I'm doing. I was about to start renovating the kitchen. I renovated the downstairs bath. I did a lot of work and I put a lot of money into this house. In the middle of working, man, this woman sat there and said, I don't love you anymore. Mm-hmm. That was it for me. That was it. I said, oh, OK. And then she followed it up with. Uh, lusting after her personal trainer. So I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Boom. After that, I cheated. I started cheating. And again, I wasn't proud of it. I wasn't happy about it. It actually hurt me to cheat because I'm like, I just went against my moral code. Mm-hmm. I felt like shit after I cheated because I'm like, this ain't it. And then boom, it just all came down. I got really sick and it all came out. And then boom, here we are now, divorced. And I say that everything that I say and I try to do is I try to speak to young brothers to stop before they get to that point. Yeah, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like before you compromise who you are before you've fallen so far into this hole of depression and self pity and guilt and hate and shame, like before you get to that level, man, like this is what I encourage. So, and this is why I do what I do. That's my testimony, that's my story, and that's why I'm here doing what I do now.
1: Yeah, I appreciate you getting on. Do you, I know there's, I always tell people, there's a, there's two different things. There's setting boundaries and then there's enforcing them. And I think people these days are so watered down that when you start enforcing your boundaries and saying, I'm not I'm not taking that, they look at you like you're the problem. And it's like, I mean, honestly, I don't care. At the end of the day, people can think of whatever they want. But I tell people the same thing, like you're gonna be looked and frowned upon because you're doing what you're doing for best for you. can't even talk you're doing what's best for you. So keep doing that. And I wanted to ask, do you have anything like based upon women talking to men and speaking life into men? Do you have anything on what he said?
2: Well, first of all, I just want to thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, There's many connections that I made, even with my life, just taking time back, setting back, and just evaluating. And um, I have two boys. They're about to be 19 and 16 this year in July. And I feel like that's exactly what they need is more gentlemen coming out, being vulnerable and transparent and sharing their experiences. (laughs) Excuse me, I apologize. Sharing their experiences and what they're going through. Um, And then us learning as well, going with the more sharing. Because like you said, we we can't let it just bottle in because that's when we start seeing more side effects, more chronic diseases, stress-related diseases. Um, just holding on to so much. So right now, it's just more encouragement, more getting that throat chakra open and sharing so we can just start connecting on a whole other deeper level. And I feel like you're doing great by being a leader and sharing what you share today.
1: Appreciate that. Yes, I mean, I'm it's definitely going cool. to invite you to the group and uh, to the young men that are listening. Appreciate it. And we're gonna just okay. keep on trying. We're gonna have to do another one because speaking uh, life, we can do a woman's one as well. Men speaking life, and then women, because yeah. I know people are like that's not fair. But whatever. But we'll, we'll run <laughs> this back. Yeah, trust me. You wouldn't believe the emails and messages I get. It's wild out here. But no, it's, it's definitely needed, and it's needed for myself. And I'm glad I could hear this, and you could share this with me, Sam.
0: So. Most definitely, man. I appreciate being on here as always. All right, go ahead and
1: drop the mic with one last thing, and then we're gonna close it out.
0: Yeah, man. Like I said, man, this is this is a story, man, and um, I'm just hoping that you know some young brothers have been listening to this and have found you know something within this message that can spark something within them and inspire them and them to stand up on something, put your build yourself up, focus on yourself, build yourself up, establish your boundaries, man, and establish your world and how you want it ran. And I can guarantee you that the women that you are seeking will appear. Without you having to chase. Because if you chasing something, that means it's running away from you. So don't go chasing after right. shit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. It. Focus on attraction, not chasing. That's that's it.
1: I appreciate you coming on, uh, Sam. Uh, hopefully I can have you on again on some other podcasts. Yeah. Well, and definitely. Me, me and Kendra are going to be doing a, I think, what was it? What was the talk We talked about and. Uh, M- empath empath that's what it was what empathy empath we're gonna be doing that podcast here next so y'all tune in thank y'all for listening and uh that's enlightenment we're signing out